Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I am so excited to get knowledge from our next guest. She has had various roles with the Phillies, like ticketing and social media, where she worked a little under two years. And after moving to the Los Angeles Football Club, where she is now, she has held positions in partnership strategy and brand and community. She has been with LAFC a little over three years now and holds the title of Coordinator of Community Relations. Great to have you, Courtney Williams. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, If you want to just go ahead and get started telling us a little bit about what your job now entails as Coordinator of Community Relations. Yeah, for sure. So the main parts of my job are helping our director of community relations organize and produce all of our community events. Um, that includes volunteer opportunities for our staff, um, running events for our street team, which would be like more of our grassroots outreach to the community. And then anything from MLK Day, which we have coming up to holiday season and beach cleanups, everything in between. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun events and, you know, getting everybody together, but has that changed now with COVID going on and um, the events that you hold? Have you had to hold back on them or are you doing things to adjust? Yeah, so um, back in March, we had to pivot a little bit once the pandemic started. Um, We transitioned to doing only virtual events for a little while, so we created something called the Black and Gold Community Relief Fund, which was a partnership between us, the club, and our LAFC Foundation, um, where one of the events that we had was a virtual 5K. So pretty much encouraging everyone to social distance and run on their own, um, but still stay connected using a certain hashtag. And then there was like a whole bunch of other stuff that went along with that. But most of our programming was virtual if possible for most of 2020. If not, if there were certain things we had to do in person, like let's say some sort of food drive, um, we would scale that down a lot from what we would normally do. Um, And then everything would be pretty much drive-through if there were people that need to come pick up things and then very limited staff with full CDC regulations being followed. Right. That stinks that you've had to, you know, change everything up like that, but it seems like you're able to adjust and, you know, work with what's going on. I mean, everybody has had to do that, but um, that's great. The virtual virtual events, um, the 5k, I would have tried to do that. (laughs) Um, So you started off um, 
with ticketing or I'm not, well, I'm not really sure what you did in college, but then you kind of switch fields into this community relations and, or you switch fields throughout, I think, right? Like, you know, you were um, in social media and all that. How did switching fields happen? Was it that you wanted to try new things or just where you fit with organizations? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think it started back in college. I played volleyball for my um, college team. And then through that, I was able to make the connections to be the manager for our men's basketball team through work study. So that was kind of like my first taste of there's a working side to sports other than just being an athlete. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, while I was still in college, that connection helped me to get an internship with the Phillies. Um, There I primarily did individual ticket sales was like my main internship that I would do. But we were just the interns that were more or less used for anything and everything. So that's how I got exposed to different things like partnerships or community relations. Um, And then becoming a ball girl, I was able to help run our social media accounts for a while while I was still doing that. Um, And again, it was just like opportunity one after another um, with the flexibility that we had with that part-time position. So when I was there, um, I stayed with the Phillies through, I believe my sophomore year of college through when I graduated. And once I graduated, I was there for maybe another like six months, but I was looking for something full time, tried to figure it out there. I knew that ticket sales wasn't really the best match for me, Um, but it's definitely a way that a lot of people get into sports in the first place. It's kind of like your first taste of what it's like until you figure out maybe like what it is exactly that you're passionate about, whether that be sales for some people, community for other, and you know, everything else. So that's when I started really going hard on LinkedIn. And I think I added maybe like a hundred people a day on LinkedIn from every sports team you could think of anywhere. Like I'm from Philadelphia area originally, but I had no desire to necessarily stay in the area if I wasn't going to be at the Phillies. So I was like, let's just see what happens. Um, And from there, I was able to get connected with Ryan Bashara from LAFC, who at the time was running the partnership strategy team. And that was something that sounded interesting to me because from what I'd seen at the Phillies, I liked the types of stuff that they were doing. Um, So I was actually coming out to LA for a vacation. I was just like, hey, like, is there any chance that maybe we can just meet? Like while I'm there, not expecting anything from this or whatever, Um, but you know, I'm looking to see what my next step is gonna be. And he was more than happy to meet with me. And when I got there, he was actually like, well, we have this position. So would you like this to be your first interview? And I was like, ooh, absolutely. I mean, when you're just out of college and you've never had a full-time job before and someone's saying like, here's a potential start for your career, you're absolutely going to take that and go for it. So we talked. And at the same time, I was actually getting into grad school. I was doing Um, business intelligence and analytics and it was going to be an online grad program so I could really do it from anywhere and the analytics bit really fell in with what they were doing with their partnership strategy so it's like the perfect match like it was just all these things coming together that I didn't necessarily know that I even wanted to do or had a ton of interest in doing but I was like you know you might as well just try it and see what works out and that's how I kind of got to LAFC and into that role, um, which was really interesting. I mean, getting to be a part of the teams that would come up with 
the pitch ideas for our jersey kit sponsor or the stadium or like whatever it was at the time it was just something I'd never been exposed to before um and it got me to see that there's a lot of creativity in sports more so than maybe I had thought before and it's not just in your typical creative departments like your content and your social or like whatever but in all facets of working in sports you have an opportunity to be creative so from there um, I kind of was then exposed to our branded community department, which is like our version of marketing um, and community outreach. So I had been trying to, my best to um, be able to help out with any of those events that they were doing, because that's more of you're going into the community, all the like fun things in sports, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to at least like see what it was about when I was a ball girl at the Phillies. I was on the more talent side of those types of things. And I wanted okay. to see what the working side of it was rather than just showing up to an event to, you know, do an appearance. What does it take to plan an event and execute it and really get to choose who, what, where, when, and why of what we're doing here. Um, so I started more and more like working with that department the switch yeah okay that's awesome it seems like the two common themes there kind of were you know try a, different things because you never know what you're going to like or you never know what you're going to be introduced to and then also just reach out to people and go for it because you never know where you could end up it seems like a lot of people have told me you know just ask people for things reach out to your connections network and you might get somewhere you never knew you were going to be and it worked out in your favor that's amazing wow cool story um so then also talking about changing things I wanted to talk about the change of pace from going from baseball to soccer. And do you feel like there's a change of pace or are things different, you know, switching the different sports? Because for me, when I was working game days, I know there was, but I'm not sure with your position um, as a full-time job, do you feel like there's a different change of pace? I would absolutely say that there's a different change in pace in between working for a baseball team and an MLS team. Um, baseball has like what 120 plus games per season in MLS I believe we have 17 home games a year so it's just the number of games that you're activating it's you can't compete with baseball like it's just a lot you're always going when I was at the Phillies there'd be times when you know you're working close to a 12-hour day and you're working 13 days back to back because that's how long the homestand is. So like, you don't really have a choice and it's not that it's not fun. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it definitely takes a toll on you. Um, I mean, it's just a lot. So in soccer, that's not necessarily the same mentality because you're not going from game to game to game to game. There's more opportunity to build your programming in between game days. So like the stuff we're doing in the community. So we're still always very busy the same way I was when I worked in baseball, but it's a different type of energy. Um, yes. It's less of like a game day, go, 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 and more of a, you know, planning and proper execution and repeat type of thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's nice. It gives you more time to plan and you don't feel so stressed out when game days come around, maybe. Um all right. Yeah. I was wondering what you were going to say to that, because I know that um, 
I definitely have noticed a change of pace switching sports. So that's cool to hear. So you've been with LAFC um, working your way up and growing in the company. What do you feel from your experience is the best way to grow in a company and not just stay stagnant in your position um, and, you know, kind of move around or, or just get better at what you're doing? I would say from my experience, um, being transparent about my goals was really important. Um, when Ryan Bashar was my boss, I definitely told him like, I'm enjoying doing this, but I also have an interest in this other aspect. So um, if you have a really good boss, which most people do, not everybody, because you know this is the world we live in, but if you have a good boss, they will encourage you to continue to grow and they will do everything they can to be an asset for you. So being open and honest with him about what I was looking for definitely helped me to be able to move around. And then once I was in branded community, um, really trying to set my expectations for growth and communicating them with my higher ups and then working on a plan on how we're gonna get from point A to point B was really important. Um, The timelines that you might have in your head aren't always gonna be the timelines that you end up working with. So you just can't be too hard on yourself if you're not, you know, at the same place as your friend is in their non-sports job, title-wise, pay-wise, like whatever, like it's completely different and everybody moves at their own pace and you're not doing anything wrong if you're not at the same spot as somebody else like you just have a different path you need to go yeah everyone has their own path I mean especially in sports I feel like we have a totally different path than someone in a different field you know it's okay to be maybe lower in a position or whatever like the title doesn't matter right. um and also again you're saying you know just ask for what you want which is great um have confidence I feel like um, when talking to your bosses or talking to people higher up and you never know where you can get. So I've seen with LAFC, you've done, um, or you guys have done amazing things with the communities and I'm sure you're a huge part of that. Well, you are a huge part of that being in community (laughs) relations and what has been your favorite project, um, event or project, whatever it is that you've done so far with the community. I think my favorite event that I've done um, was actually not this past year, but the year prior in 2019. It was the first time we hosted a black and gold Christmas party. And this was pretty much a Christmas party for, um, I think it was 25 kids and their parents from Union Rescue Mission, kind of like on Skid Row in LA. Um, And we were able to get them presents from their wish list and Um, have one of our players there, Mark Anthony Kay, read them a story. And we did a lot of holiday stuff like making decorations, photo booth. It was just really awesome to see the way that maybe like a couple hours and some food from Corner Bakery can make somebody's day who for us, like this might not have been as big of a deal or if you were giving these gifts to just, you know, a kid who's living a great life with their mom and dad and they're well supported financially and it might not have been as big of a deal to them but to be able to help somebody who's in a situation that's not ideal it was phenomenal seems like such a rewarding event yeah absolutely yeah um so are you the one now coming up with these ideas are you part of a team that comes up with the ideas for these events or how does that work so 
for some of the events or programs that we have, I might pitch an idea to my boss, who is Ida Morrow, the director of community relations at LAFC. So either I'll pitch something to her or she'll find something and be like, hey, like, let's work on maybe thinking how to replicate this or solve this idea someplace. Like, let's see if we can do something similar or we'll get requests from external people, other organizations, other departments. And then especially with our partnership marketing group, we work a lot with them because our partners um, oftentimes have community programs in their contracts. So finding good ways to marry what we're doing, what their values are, and like really being useful in the community. Yeah, great. Awesome. So I feel like um, although you're very busy with all of this, coming up with the ideas, pitching the ideas, and then going to the office, having game days, do you have any daily um, routines outside of the office or outside of work that you do to stay motivated or inspired? This could be like journaling, working out, um, reading. Yeah, so I'm definitely not one to work out. I'll say that for sure. (laughs) Um, but you played sports and (laughs) once I graduated from college it was like now that I'm not being told I have to work out anymore it just seems like I didn't have to do so I've been taking (laughs) like a five six year break from it I guess Um, but I'm not really a big journaler or anything like that either I'm just someone who likes to really focus on like what my goal is and what can I do in my free time to get there so I personally love just being on LinkedIn. I love looking at people's posts on LinkedIn. I like posting myself stuff on LinkedIn, um, adding new connections on there, just seeing like what's going on in the world of sports and world in general, just to see, you know, okay, what can I do to either benefit somebody here or how can I make a change here that will benefit a larger population of people as well. So it's really like my free time. I just enjoy <laughs> networking it's just fun like hearing other people's stories and getting to know other people and you know figuring out what you're doing tomorrow and the next day yeah that's a great mindset everybody connect with her on LinkedIn are you <laughs> under Courtney Williams is that yes, where you're okay find her at Courtney Williams LinkedIn can be such a great place like it motivates you so much when you're scrolling through and seeing what everyone's doing I always mm-hmm. find the coolest thing so that's definitely a great thing to do with your free time for sure that will motivate you Um, so women changing the game is all about women breaking barriers in the sports field and moving up in a place where it is a male dominated field, although it's, you know, getting better and women are pushing through breaking barriers, but have you faced any hardships being a woman in the industry? Um, the male dominate, mostly that's male, mostly male dominated. Yeah, I think it'd be hard to find any woman in sports that hasn't gone through one thing or another. Um, I remember early on in my career, there were like certain tasks um, that were only given to the boys because, you know, the boys are strong and like they're the ones that should be doing this type of thing. And it was just always so annoying because it's like, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I can't lift a couple chairs or I can't move a table. I mean, now at LAFC, that's all I do, like event prep and You're like up some guy, please come out. I really don't want to do this. Now I say that but before it'd be like, no, like, why can't I get in there and do that as well? Just because I'm a woman. And I think there was like one day 
that we were allowed and that was the first and last time that that ever happened and it was kind of disheartening because it's like yeah you think we're making a lot of progress and like you're seeing a lot of good things but I think sports is a, a field that still has some work to do um with making sure that men and women are both treated equally yeah for sure Yeah, I agree on that 100%. It's like, especially, I think the most common thing is lifting things for some reason. It's like, you always have to have the guys come in and do it or like they'll take over. So, but it's, it's like, then you get taken away, maybe a project or something like, Mm -hmm. oh, have the guys go do it. And then they, you know, are more into it. So that stinks in that sense, but everything is becoming better. And that's what we're trying to do as well. So you talked about being more transparent with your bosses about your goals and what you want for the future. So mm-hmm. in the bigger picture, what are your future goals as a woman in sports, um, either general or, or if you have specific goals that you want a specific title, or you just want to grow as a woman in sports, what are those? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would love to one day um, run a team's community relations department. I think that that would be awesome. Um, It's something that I know isn't that intangible. I mean, I just have to work hard. It's going to take some time to get there. And I still have a lot that I need to learn. Um, But I would say that's my like most realistic career goal that I have in sports. I don't really plan on leaving the industry. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but my out there, out there goal would be to own a team myself because I mean, we have Mia Hamm as one of our owners at LAFC and it's just so cool to see women in those types of roles that you don't normally see them. So if I could one day get to a level where that's something that I'm able to invest in the way that she did, I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go back to this when you're an owner and I'm going to be like, I interviewed you and heard this goal. <laughs> like, let me join the team. <laughs> That's awesome. Those are great goals to have, you know, and always dream big. And then you also have your goals that you want to, you know, get further in sports with as well, just um, with community relations that you're in right now. So that's also great. Um One last final thing. I just want to know what advice you have for young women looking to work in a job in your position as community relations. Maybe if there's not an internship in community relations, is it okay to start in other places? How can you get to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, don't limit yourself by thinking in order to be in community relations, you have to start in community relations. It's very difficult. Um, to take that path because if we want to be honest there just aren't that many positions I mean you have we have two people in our community relations department so that's two spots to fill and one of them is upper management so it's like it's going to be really difficult to just jump right into it at least that's what I found so I would say get your foot in the door and then you can grow from there and then once you start networking and doing those types of things it's a lot easier to move in the direction that you want to go um, but just don't be discouraged we I missed you on that last part right there I think you might have hit something oh sorry no you're all good just <laughs> say that last sentence again let me grab that I was just saying um that you have to keep going and like push forward and yes keep going for your goals of becoming whatever it is in sports. Um, and just don't be discouraged if it doesn't happen 
in the amount of time that you expect it to happen in or you know if the positions you get aren't in the order you think that they should be in or whatever i mean if you are a manager level in sales but you really want to do community relations like hate to break it to you but you might have to take a coordinator role because although you're management level in one um, specific part of sports it doesn't necessarily correlate so don't look at it as a bad thing if you have to take a step back if it's really what you want to do I love that. Don't care about the title, you know, don't care about what other people think. It's what you want to do and how you're just going to be able to reach your goals the best. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Thank you so much, Courtney, for being yeah. on here. Um, yeah. Everybody connect with her on LinkedIn, Courtney Williams. Do you have an Instagram? Do you go on or? Not really. I haven't really been big on my LAFC Instagram. I think it's at LAFC Courtney. But I don't know if I've posted on it in a couple years. Maybe I'll start once the pandemic's over. (laughs) All right, great. Well, definitely connect with her on LinkedIn and follow us on Instagram at Women Changing the Game. Thank you again, Courtney. Thank you again, everyone to listen. And we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.